This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hi, friend. Welcome to such a super special episode of the Decision Masters podcast, which you can go to kirstenparker.com forward slash 47, the number four, then the number seven, and watch with your eyeballs, because this is a video version of the podcast. What? You do not have to do this if you're driving, caveat, but I do want you to know that this is a special episode because we're walking you through, get ready, a spreadsheet. That's right. If you don't know me, welcome to my corner of the world. I am a decision coach who has a background in theater stage management. So I love me a color-coded spreadsheet. Mm. And why is this necessary? Why am I going to walk you through a spreadsheet with the video version of the podcast? Because we are solving your dinner decision fatigue today. You and I together. Let's do it. So you can consider this your own personal coaching session where we solve a very specific problem. Normally on these episodes, I like to give you tools and things to think about in stories from my real life, from clients' real lives, to go out into your real life and implement, experiment with, try on, marinate on. And today, we're going to just get in the weeds a little bit. We're going to get a little nitty-gritty, and we're going to look at how do we practically solve this problem. If you are a longtime listener of the Decision Masters podcast, you probably have recognized a pattern in the interviews. At the end of every interview, I ask, would you like to share a self-honoring decision you've made in the last week? And nine to 10 times out of 10, people qualify their answers before they give a really profound answer. They name some really juicy, delicious, self-honoring decision that has something to do with prioritizing themselves and maintaining a boundary, honoring like today's truth with where they are and how they feel and what they want, doing something scary in pursuit of a goal or something that feels aligned for them. Some really amazing, big deal decision. But normally they qualify it by first saying, well, this is going to sound so silly or mm, this is so this is so small it shouldn't even matter and i want you to notice this pattern because we tend to minimize the small stuff on the good end of the spectrum and the crappy end of the spectrum but what do we know what do we know from these interviews and from your real life the small things are the big things this one tiny decision that you're making to like mm, not people please over here or not fall into perfectionism over there or do the scary thing that you're like super scared about, but you're going to do it because dang it, you deserve it and you believe in yourself. All those little things add up. They add up to not only interrupting decades-long patterns of people-pleasing perfectionism, keeping yourself small, all the things, 
Those tiny decisions are how you change those habits so that the rest of your life looks different with different habits. Yay. But they also change the trajectory of your whole week, your whole month, your whole quarter, your whole year, your whole future. Like you turning from an anxious overthinker into like a calm, confident, centered person has to start one tiny decision at a time. So we know that the small things are the big things. We can agree on that. Same things goes for these little, little inconveniences, little frustrations, little problems that you're probably not going to sign up for an entire coaching program to solve. You're probably not so like beaten and bogged down by your dinner decision fatigue that you're going to hire me to help you with it. But it does create significant friction that snowballs into the rest of your life. If you go to, if you're already online, if you go to kirstenparker.com forward slash decision fatigue sucks, all one word, you will be able to download the replay of a workshop we did all about decision fatigue. And I bring this up because one of the participants who came was mentioning at the end in like the coaching section of the workshop, she mentioned that these little decision points throughout the days, throughout the weeks, it it seems so silly. It's like other people's opinions get in the way. Decisions seem hard. It's like they don't seem like they should be a big deal, but she was recognizing that they deplete her energy. They deplete her mental energy. And what she was finding was these bigger decisions that she really wanted to get to in her life. She She was putting them on the back burner. She was like, I have nothing left. That's why these little decisions matter, especially when it comes to decision fatigue. So that was a little soapbox moment so that you can, A, know the resources at your disposal. So if you haven't been listening all month, then FYI, we're doing a series of episodes on decision fatigue. So you can rewind a few episodes and get all of the juice. You can go to kirstenparker.com. I'll link this in the show notes forward slash decision fatigue sucks and get the replay. The replay is edited. It goes along at a super fast pace, but it's really beefy and get all of the tools from that workshop. And the best part, you're going to go to kirstenparker.com forward slash 47 and get your downloadable spreadsheet that I'm about to walk you through. Okay. So solving dinner decision fatigue. We're doing this because the small things are the big things. I created this spreadsheet for myself. Not going to lie to you. You're going to see like my actual food that Kenny and I eat on the spreadsheet, but it made a huge difference. For me personally, I needed this because food decisions, dinner decisions, grocery shopping, it was all too chaotic. I wasn't giving it any forethought. I was assuming it was going to be a lot more work and a lot harder than it ever really ended up being. But because I assumed that it became really hard work and like, a big deal. You know what I mean? And it was too draining. It was too predictably frustrating. It was too predictably challenging. And that's what I hear from a lot of my clients too. When we assess like, where's their friction in your life? It's a super common answer, like freaking dinner decisions. And this can apply to all of the food decisions in your life. This doesn't have to be limited to dinner. Do it for breakfast, do it for lunch. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I decided to keep this episode super straightforward and targeted at dinner decisions, but you can download this spreadsheet. It's a Google sheet and you can make it your own. You can edit it. You can choose which option you want to use. 
that I'm going to give you because I give you three options to choose from. Okay. Oh, the only other thing that I want to say is the whole point of having a spreadsheet, having a place to like organize your thoughts, having a system to help you is so that you can make these decisions for future you easier. Okay. So some guidelines, you want to make sure you do this in a good energy. You don't have to feel like you're on top of the world and fantastic roses and amazing daisy sunshine, but you do want to do this when you're not in a completely decision fatigue state already. You don't want to do this at the end of your longest day or when you haven't eaten for seven hours. Okay. This is, I want you to think of this as present you helping future you out, which by the way, is going to feel freaking amazing. So instead of getting to Tuesday night and being exhausted and depleted and being like, oh my God, why didn't we think of dinner? Why don't we have anything planned? What the heck? You are going to thank yourself. You are not going to be resentful for yourself. You're not going to feel like you stranded yourself on a desert island that is Tuesday. You're going to be grateful. You're going to think, oh my gosh, high five past me. I've got me. That feels so nice. This is so easy. Oh my gosh, wait, look at how much freed up bandwidth I have to think about those actually big decisions that were on the back burner last week or for the last year. But now I have some freed up bandwidth. What? The possibilities of this are endless. Okay. So that's what I want you to do. Go to kirstenparker.com forward slash 47. Download this spreadsheet. Don't worry if you can't see me. I'm going to walk you through it. But just know you have amazingness waiting for you. And then you're going to want to do this in the way that works for you. I've broken it down in a week to week situation because personally, I find that I can't think farther out than that. And uh, life changes too much and too too quickly. Kenny has jobs that like kind of come up out of nowhere. We have people have situations in their lives that you have to tend to. So don't try to make more work for yourself than you really need to and will be helpful. If it helps to do a few days at a time, do that. If it helps to do a couple weeks, do that. I find personally a week, sweet spot, totally easy. What you're going to do is you're going to try for as an experiment for the next couple weeks to use one of the options on the spreadsheet to make some decisions in advance. Now, there are different options for this. So don't get freaked out if you're like, I don't know what I'm going to want to eat on Thursday on Monday. It's okay. I got you. I got an option for you. But remember, the whole point is to use your good brain energy to make decisions for future you who has no good brain energy. She's at a 2%. You're at a 60%. Capitalize on it. Okay? So now I'm going to share my screen and we're going to get into the easy dinner decisions template. Okay. I'm so excited. So you are going to see, hopefully, my face and this Google Sheet that you are going to have editing access to. Tab one is Dinner Plans 5000. That's this, this is the one that I've been using. That's why it has a silly name. Um, I'll walk you through the other options if this is not your jam. So brief overview, because I know some of you can't see me, but here's the general idea. I want to be able to see the week at a glance. And I want to be able to decide what I'm eating with minimal brain effort. For me personally, this means seeing options and clicking them. So I've created a drop-down menu in various columns for every day of the week. That means 
for Monday, I can go to the meals slash mains in the rotation column. Everybody has those meals that are like, these are our go-to in our repertoire, right? I can go to Monday and say, on Monday, we're going to do barbecue steak with the rub. The rub is this like spice mix from this restaurant that Kenny and I love in Solfang, which is a restaurant in Central Coast Wine Country, California. It's called Coast Range. If you go, A, DM me on Instagram at KP Coaching and let me know if you go there. And then if you go there, you have to get the spice mix because it's so good. We put it on everything. So on Monday, we're going to get that. Click it from the drop down. Decision done. Didn't have to think of it myself. I can see all the options. Presto changeo. Do you see how easy that was? Like, even if you're not watching, you can imagine, oh my gosh, that was so easy. Do you want to side with it? Let's go over to the sides column. Pick from the drop down. Asparagus? Why not? Thanks very much. Done. Easy. There's also columns where I've put things that for me are a little more involved, like they require me looking up a recipe or they just take more prep or more cleanup or whatever. And I have frozen stuff in here. How often do you get to Tuesday night? You're exhausted. You haven't planned ahead. You don't know what's for dinner and you open the freezer and you're like, cool, something I could have defrosted eight hours ago and now we'd have dinner, but I forgot that this was in there and I didn't think ahead. This is where we solve that problem. So right now my dad cooks a lot and he gives us like tubs of food. Um, It's one of his favorite things. So we have some stuff in the freezer from my dad and I'm never, ever going to remember it's there unless I see it with my eyeballs when I am in a conscious, well-resourced mental state. So if I'm like, oh, Tuesday, oh, by the way, I should have said this from the beginning. What I do personally when I'm doing this is I open my calendar like in another window and my calendar also has, because I am a little bit of a enthusiast, my calendar also has the weather on it. So what I'm doing as I put together my plan for the week is I'm looking at, okay, I'm out of town on Tuesday. So Tuesday, I'm going to go to this other column and say, Kenny's in charge. He's doing his own thing. Uh, Wednesday is a super late work day for me. So I'm going to go to Wednesday and click uh, other options, defrost something. We're doing frozen because I'm not cooking. Thursday, we're going to call that date night. So we're going to do something over here, right? Friday, it's going to be raining. Like, it, that's very special in LA normally. So I'm going to want to plan around that, right? We're not going to want to like do barbecue shrimp if it's pouring rain because I'm probably going to want mac and cheese, let's be honest. So do you see how simple we can make this if we just invest a little bit of time and effort into setting this system up? But the groundwork is laid for you. So all you have to do is download this template from kirstenparker.com forward slash 47 and then fill in your own things. So fill in your own rotation meals, your sides, your make this column, whatever you want. The other column, do you. If you um, regularly do like dinners with family members, or if you're regularly doing potlucks or something, make a column for that. We have an instant pot column because during winter I was trying to use it more. Um, We don't use it a lot in the summertime because I don't want instant pot foods during summer. I don't know. Do you? Maybe I'm missing something. But We also have an aspirational recipe column because I am a fan of the home edit and they allow you to have a section in your closet for aspirational denim, which is jeans that you might fit into again. So I wanted a section for aspirational cooking. These are recipes that I've collected 
that I have starred and bookmarked and have literally forgotten about because what when do you ever go back and be like, oh, let me just scroll through bookmarked random recipe tabs? Never. And that wasn't doing me any good. So I decided to make a list of them and link. So this coconut curry from Love and Lemons, which I made the other night and it's so freaking delicious. I just have that and I can link to it and I can remember, oh yeah, I wanted to cook that. So if you have really basic food like Monday through Friday, and then you want to cook something special out of the ordinary on Saturday, you don't have to go digging for it. It's right here. (laughs) And then when somebody sends you a link to a recipe that you like, maybe you want to try someday, you have somewhere to put it. Oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed with this. And then there's another column. So whatever, like eat out, take out, Kenny's in charge, whatever. This is also a shareable document. So if you are co-planning with a partner or roommate or whatever, share it with them. Y'all can edit it together. The final thing I want to show you on this tab before we go to option number two is maybe my favorite part, the shopping section. So this is great. You're going to have a list in front of you. You can see all of the meals Monday through Sunday. P.S. It doesn't really matter if this is like you're actually going to eat that on Monday. You can say, okay, these are the meals we're going to eat and it doesn't really matter what order we eat them in if that's also what you want. Our schedules are weird enough that I like being able to know, okay, what are the no cooking days? What are the light cooking days? And what are the like fun cooking days? You know what I mean? But once you have everything laid out, then you can say, okay, what do we need? This is what we're eating. Let me make a shopping list. And then what you can do is copy the things in your shopping list and go straight to another tab where you have your, I won't do it because it's going to sound weird on the podcast audio version, but you can open another tab. And whether you're an Android person or an Apple person, I know you have a notes or a list app. So go to, for us Google phone people, it's Google Keep. And for Apple people, I don't know what it is. Probably like iLists or something. Super trendy sounding. (laughs) No judgment. (laughs) So all you can, all you have to do is literally write out what you need and then copy it. Control C copy. Go to this other tab with your list in it and then create a checklist. Just Mm, control V, paste, paste that stuff into your checklist. You have an automatic grocery list done. How amazing is that? Or if you're ordering your groceries online, perfect, right? Then you just open your next tab, boop, 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 delete them as you buy them, done. I'm obsessed with this. So I hope this makes your life so easy. Now, not everyone is going to want this much level of detail. This is super detailed. And like I said, I wanted to lay the groundwork for you so that it's so ridiculously easy for you to just go in. I've programmed it so that you can write something else in here like um, flautas. Ooh, that sounds good. And now flautas will forever appear in these dropdowns, all of them, every single one Monday through Sunday. Flautas will be there until like maybe you had some frozen flautas and then you got rid, you ate them, you ate them up. Now you can delete it. Now they're not going to be on the drop down. (gasps) Done. So this is totally customizable for you. But if you don't like this level of detail, you're going to hop on over to the next tab, which is option number two. And this is more for my meal planners, like my protein veg starch people who like seeing a list of ingredients and then putting them together in your mind because everyone's brain works differently. So I want you to see this option as well. You can just start with a list of like, ingredients or sections of your meal and put them together if that's how you like constructing your meals. And again, you can 
make these columns whatever you want. Frozen, non-cooking days, other. And if you if this is still too much detail, now I've still, like I said, I've programmed it. So anything that you put in these columns down to like row 50 or something is going to show up in this dropdown. But if this is still too much detail, then you're going to hop on over to tab number three, option number three. And this is where you can just write out vague ideas. You can look at, okay, here are some things I want might want to cook this week. Here are some leftovers. We don't, we're not even like spell them out. We just might plan on having leftovers two nights this week. And here's where we can note, oh, we're going to, um, we're going out on Tuesday. So that's one night we're not cooking. Okay. Easy peasy. You do not have to micromanage your dinner decisions. So if you already have a ton of fatigue and this is like the sweet spot for you, if, if imagining your week's food in more general, like I don't want to commit to anything. I don't want to box myself in, but this still helps you organize your thoughts and think ahead so that Tuesday you, remember we're trying to help out Tuesday you. So Tuesday you has an easier time of it. And Tuesday you can then come to this list and be like, what did I plan for this week? Almost like you're making a menu for yourself. Like this week, we're featuring steak and potatoes and quesadillas. And then Tuesday, you can can have this these things to choose from because this is how you're going to determine what you buy. Is this making sense? Are you so excited? I I hope, oh, my face got really big then. If you're watching, <laughs> actually, if you're listening, I hope that was still fun for you. Took you on a journey. So I hope this is so helpful. I know this is way nitty gritty and much more detailed and in the weeds than we normally get. But I really want you to see what's possible when you eliminate this source of friction, when you just make this one area of your life easier and you make the decisions less fraught, less difficult, and you find a way to make it work for you so that you're not just like forcing yourself to do more work. It's like already piling on to your full plate, dinner pun. I want you to see what happens because for me, I got to tell you, it went from like chaos and just like not knowing what was going to happen and anticipating last minute decisions, decisions that we weren't going to love, like pasta again, I guess that's all we have. Whoops. To the self-judgment, like this shouldn't be this hard. I should be better at this. Uh, <laughs> what is adulting? To just like the mental chaos of like how hard you're making your brain work after it's trying to do some like actually good, important stuff in other areas of your life. For me, that was such a game changer. And it really did calm the waters. And it felt like a big gift to myself. And I like this stuff. So I was like willing to invest the time in putting it together. But I know you, you are busy, you are tired. You might be caretaking for people. This might not be your job. (laughs) So you might just not have the energy to like figure out where to start. How do I start solving this problem? So I hope this helps you feel like it's already started and it's actually already almost finished. Just fill in your foods. And when you come across things that seem challenging, like, oh, you're the one making the grocery list, but you're not the one doing the grocery shopping, or you can only plan half the meals and somebody else has to help you with the rest, whatever. When you come across those challenges, I want you to commit to looking for solutions. 
I want you to decide that this is a solvable problem and we are not living with dinner decision fatigue anymore. So we just get to assume it's all solvable. And then ask your mind to look for how can I make this easier? What would make this easier? What if I was in charge and I was making up all the rules? <gasps> yes, you are. Oh my gosh. Okay. So recap, go to kirstenparker.com forward slash 47, get this downloadable. Even if you don't end up using it and customizing it for yourself, I want you to see the different options so that you can know, okay, knowing my brain, this is going to be the system I use, but I'm going to do it whatever, on a notepad. I'm going to make an arts and crafts project out of it. Live your best life. I don't know you. So I want you to go download the spreadsheet at kirstenparker.com forward slash 47. If you want the replay of the workshop, it's oh so good, the decision fatigue workshop. So go to kirstenparker.com forward slash decision fatigue sucks. It's all in the show notes. And remember, 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 let's put our professional pants on. Remember to do this for yourself as a gift to yourself. So do it when you have some brain energy, like eat some protein, have a snack beforehand, make sure you're a little bit rested and have fun with it. Like I want this to be something that's so, I mean, obviously I'm nerding out about it, but I want it to be fun for you to solve this problem for yourself and help your future self out. Cause you on Tuesdays and be like, ah, thank you. You're the best. I love me. Our life is so amazing. Let's go conquer the world but like do it in a peaceful way because we're not about conquering. Okay. Have the best week. Hope this helped. And please, please, please DM me on Instagram at KP coaching or write me an email coaching at kirstenparker.com. And tell me if you would use this, if it helped you. And if it did help you, then I would love, love, love you forever. If you would be so kind as to rate and review this podcast, it crazily makes an insanely huge difference on how many people get exposed to it. And the more people I can help, the more joy I have in my life. So selfishly, I would love to help as many people as possible. So if you found this helpful, I would so appreciate you rating and reviewing podcast and let me know if this helped. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mm, not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites and an 11 minute crash course video training that simplifies the whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no so you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!